Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey, produce people, welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I'm honored to be here, coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is November 27, 2023, and the last Monday in November, everyone. Now we just closed out the Thanksgiving holiday, which I'll tell you, I had a blast, everyone. Now, being in the clean eating challenge, I tried to kind of really pick what I wanted on my plate. Still got some turkey. Still got some ham, but then I loaded up with green beans, corn, yams, and more. And don't forget, that's right, had some banana bread and some apple pie. Made sure that I incorporated produce in every aspect of the meal. And most importantly, when everybody was going back for seconds, I didn't. I was full and I stopped. Now that doesn't mean that I'm not having leftovers with a turkey sandwich, ham sandwich, and possibly some soup. A couple announcements before we get started. One month left, everyone, until 2024. We've got one more trade show that that I will not be attending, which is the New York Produce Show, but I want to give a shout-out to Paul Manfrey and join that Pauly tour to make sure you see the Huntsport Market and everything that Pauly has to offer. And then let's not forget our last virtual networking hour is on December 21st, 2023. It's a holiday-themed event. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. Come join the festivity, wear a Santa hat, maybe some elf ears, or just come and have a great time. Now today, our featured guest, no stranger to the show, Albert Perez of Continental Fresh. We just got back from our Blue Missions Water for All trip in the Dominican Republic, and Albert and I are going to have a conversation about how it went what we did to raise money for the trip, and how companies can be involved in giving back to less fortunate communities. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode started. Albert Perez, the main man, my friend, colleague. I mean, listen, I, I just want to stick with the uh, the friend as the uh, the title on this one, my man. It's awesome. It's awesome to be here. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Patrick. It's a, it's a mutual situation, my friend. Man, so we we just got back, everyone, from our trip to the Dominican Republic. This trip has been planned for, for a year, right, Albert? As soon as we, we leave the Dominican, we start planning for the next year. And I even remember I, I sent you a note in January. I was like, hey, where's the sign-up form for, for 2023? I'm, I'm ready. Like, this is it. Um, water for so all. You know, I got amazing. the 2024 dates already. So these are listen. He he he's learned everyone because he knows I'm going to ask very very quickly. Now, listen for for those who don't know, um, Blue Missions, uh, building love, uniting everyone, and this water for all trek uh, with Continental Fresh. First of all, Albert, let's give a little 30 second or 60 second overview on what uh, this trek and what this mission is about, real quick, uh, for our listeners. Yeah, so we we designed this particular track uh, to walk for water so that others don't have to. I mean, we're uh, trying to raise funds here for water projects of Blue Mission. And um, we attempt, I'll say this time around, to climb Pico Duarte. We'll explain that later. We attempt to climb Pico Duarte, the tallest point in all of the Caribbean, 10,128 feet, 27 miles round trip of climbing. 
Um, and, uh, you know, we've tried to uh, bring people from our industry to be able to see this because not only do we climb for three days, but then we also visit a community where a water project has already been built. And I think this, again, is one of the most special parts because people get to see uh, those that directly are receiving the help and go to their homes and see the faucets in their homes and talk to them about how their life has changed. And we definitely got a, a chance to do that on this trip. hundred percent. And that's one thing that I get asked all the time. People are like, I don't understand this trip. Like, what are you doing? It's so crazy because November is, you know, men's mental health month. And I was posting a lot, obviously got the stash going really well for the trip. And I kept posting and people actually thought something was wrong with me, Albert. They were like, hey, it's okay, buddy. You got this. Put one foot in front of the other. And I got so much encouragement for for me. And I was sitting there going, well, I'm not so much as down as, you know, I they might think I am, right? Even though I do have issues, right, Albert? I told yeah. you, I've got a magazine full of issues, man, they, yeah. right? I, t- <laughs> I told issue after issue. Well, I, I got issue one. one through 80, right? Already already uh, printed, man. And it, it was interesting to me because people reached out. I mean, I had someone from high school reach out and go, what are you doing in the Dominican, man? And when I told him, he goes, you are amazing. This is something that I could not do. That is out of my comfort zone. And I said, yeah, it used to be outside of mine as well. Right. And that's what's amazing so crazy what you about. can do when you put yourself outside your comfort zone for a few days, man. Amazing things happen. Amazing things happen. It's, it's all amazing. And I think that this trip, you know, <laughs> I caved out. I was like, all right, we're ready. Now, before this trip, there was a tropical storm coming in. There was a lot happening you know, um, bless the families that are down in the DR. There was the storm came in, you know, 21 people died uh, in this storm when we were there in the DR yes. and we had to adapt. Um, the national parks closed, yes. uh, you know, Pico Durate. We were not able to do the original trek, uh, but adaptability and ingenuity is one of the the biggest things that I saw on this trip is that, you know, as a leader, Albert, you jumped in and you were like, listen, we're going to move some things around. We're going to do the town visit still. We're going to do that first. We're going to show you the source of where the water comes from. And that's where I remember looking at you and I was like, I trust you, man. Whatever, <laughs> whatever we do, I trust. I just, what did I tell you though, Albert? I just said, I just need an hour of hiking by myself, right? Yeah. <laughs> I said, give me an hour on the toughest hill you got. And, um, and we'll make it all work, right? So let's talk about that adaptability and and just like in produce, right? We have to adapt to our customers, our clients, our growers, you know, our marketing firms. So let's talk about adaptability. You know, when you brought this group of 36 down and at, at noon on uh, what Saturday, we realized that we were not going to be hiking Pico. And there was a lot of sad faces, right? And you took it in control. And let's talk about the adaptability of the trip. Well, I'm glad you said I took it in control. I guess I was faking it good enough. But, uh, so, <laughs> Fake it um, till you make it. Anybody who knows me knows that uh, I can be a perfectionist. I can be a bit of a control freak. And uh, inside, it was pure panic when we got there and they said, the park is closed. And here I have people that have been training and waiting for a whole year to come up here. And, uh, you know, I, I'm obsessed with making sure that everyone has a very special experience. 
So yeah, much that we we learn life lessons from the mountain, but apparently we learn life lessons from anything that happens to us uh, that is unexpected. So yeah, we we had to pivot. We went to do the visit of the town first. That I thought that was quite special. And then we started to call around and find out with our guides if there was anything that we could do to hike outside the park. So one of the goals was let's find a way to hike 27 miles worth of hills. Um, since we can't do it in Pico Duarte, and that's what it is, let's find a way. So over the three days, we managed to find some spots. And um, and the one we found was quite beautiful. The, the place where we spent the night up there was quite beautiful. But there was other things that happened that was that were amazing, you know? We ended up sleeping in a disco. We ended up sleeping in a disco. See, the, the park office was closed. And the only building that could house 36 was this kind of old discotheque in the CR. And we partied in there. Listen, what I told my wife, I said, yeah, so we're spending the night in a disco bar. She goes, what? She goes, what What did you sign up for? Right? And it, it couldn't have gone any other way than what it did. We couldn't have planned it. It's never going to happen that way again. Because no. I remember Danny and I were talking about it. And he goes, we we said that how do we beat last year's uh, trek, and we did. And I think that every year it's not even about beating Albert; it's about building love, uniting everyone. And I believe that if that happens, then the trip is automatically going to be just as good as the last trip. And and I think that we had some comments like, "Hey, forget the trek; we'll just do a pig roast and a pig roast. and a and a disco party and a karaoke uh, night." And what we'll, are the chances of finding a karaoke machine fully functional in the middle of nowhere that we had even service that we could select the songs we wanted to do? And, oh, uh, man. They don't even realize that we lit that town on fire. Like that whole town in their forever days, like they, they might be thought it was the 4th of July there. That's yeah. how that's how much it was. It was going down there. But I think that it brought brought our group together. Um, everyone, this is not like you get your own room. We literally put 36 mats on the floor and we, what did someone say to me? They're like, what'd you do? Like, um, how the kids go to sleep at the daycare. And I was like, pretty, pretty much. much. Pretty I was much. like, that, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, but the adaptability. So what we did was we moved to a, tra a trail outside of the park. Right. Um, that really, I would say bordered the park. We got to yes. see in into the park the whole time yeah it, and it, and even to that was beautiful in a, in a sense and what's crazy is albert is that we we still hiked i i clocked myself i i always say from when we leave right so from friday to tuesday i clocked over 48 to 50 miles right yeah. so we know that within the tour to the town uh going to the source as well as hiking on the outside of the park we hiked more than 27.6 miles. Now, it was not as as difficult as Pico would have been. I just no. I gotta throw it out there. You know, yeah. G keeps laughing at me, going, bro, you're just in shape. That was really tough. And I said that was it was fun for me. Yeah. But I, I will tell you, I came back today and my calves are a little a little sore. I'm just I'm I'm beat up. I'm beat up. But um one of the things that uh, we told everybody is hey, come back next year and we'll do Pico so that you could do the entire Pico as well. Come back next right. year. The same people can come back next year. So 36, 19 last year, 36 this year. I'm shooting for 60 next year. 
We're shooting for 60. We're shooting yeah. for 60. And I think that we had some great produce people there. We had some uh we had some great teams from Miami, the Oak Aquatics team. Yes. Uh, we had people that came on their own that we had no idea who they were. And like Vanessa, which was She's a also on Instagram. Complete badass. Like I told her, I was like, I don't think I would have just found this and signed up not knowing anybody. I would have been calling my friends, going, Hey, you want to come with me? You want to come with me? And, you know, she, I sat with her at dinner and she was like, no, she's like, I saw it. And I registered in May and was like, I, I'm in it. So uh, these people that came, they were open uh, to vulnerability. Uh, they were open to helping communities in need uh, and they were ready to hike for fresh water, man. And that's what's so great about it. Because when we, when we're sitting here in the U S and I, I say this all the time is that we don't understand. And every day, you know, when I'm with my buddy Ross, right down there, um, hey, wh when's this happening? What are we doing here? Hey, we got to go get water for our bedroom at nighttime. These are things you don't have to do when you're at home. You wake no. up in the middle of the night, you go to the bathroom, you flush the toilet. You wake up in the middle of the night, you go get a glass of ice water, right? And yeah. that's it. And now when you have to think about where your water is coming from, it's a whole different ball game. And I remember I had to pee so bad when we got to that town and I was like, Albert, I got to pee. And you were like, all right, let's figure this out. And we went to that uh, woman's house. and Oh, she let we, us in. We had a, exactly. We had a line of 15 people that were using her bathroom. her bathroom. And one of them, one person said, they said, could you imagine if you were in the U.S. and stopping at someone's house and saying, excuse me, can I can I use the bathroom? You'd be pointing with a, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You, no way, right? And these these people, this community, that you know, Blue has created uh, resources for. It, they're so loving to open their homes and to open their community and open their hearts to us. And and that's what I take away the most out of this is Blue, right? Building love, uniting everyone. And I don't think we know that here in the U.S. as much. We get mad when a gas station doesn't have a bathroom, right? Yeah. It says employees only, and we're like, God darn it, that that's Seven Eleven. I'm never going there again. They didn't have a bathroom for my kid, and I won't even buy from them now, right? It's like, yeah, way different environment, Albert. Way different environment. So the adaptability, the ingenuity, uh, and I knew, right? You told me you were like PK. Woo, we got to get this going, but I put all my trust in you, Albert, and I knew that you were going to knock it out of the park once again, right? And you did. Uh, it was a group effort. Everybody put for their part. Everybody it was did. very flexible, you know? I was I was, ha I was happy uh, to see the relationships that were built. I was happy to see after the fact the pictures and all the fun uh, that everybody had. And and I think that's where where it was. So let's take a quick break, Albert. Let's hear from some of those relationships, those sponsors in the industry. And then let's get to, back to talking about Blue, how to involve giving back in your organizations and what donations went out on this trip and more to come. So uh, we'll be right back. Discover Orchard Freshness on Amazon Fresh with Arctic Apple Slices. Arctic Apple stays Orchard Fresh longer than other prepackaged, pre-sliced apples. This means less waste and no more half-eaten apples. Plus, you'll love the undeniable freshly picked flavor. Arctic Apple Slices are available in convenient grab-and-go bags in both Arctic Golden or Arctic Granny varieties in select markets on Amazon Fresh. Packable, snackable, 100% irresistible. In the heat of summer, you're just counting the days until cooler weather and all those fabulous fall 
flavors. Packed with a refreshing flavor everyone loves, Noble Florida Starburst Pomelos. The largest citrus on earth and the perfect sweet fall treat you've been waiting for. Perfectly ripe for a limited time. Look to noblecitrus.com on where to purchase your next Noble Florida Starburst Pomelos. JGLC, the place to be, a third-generation, family-owned and operated asset-based company. Throughout their 60 years in business, integrity, reliability, and loyalty to their customers has remained their top priority. JGLC guarantees 24-7 communication with your personal logistics coordinator. They offer competitive pricing without sacrificing services. They operate throughout the United States and Canada. JGLC's customers count on them for dependability and dedication carried out on every order, every time. 60 years of service for all your trucking needs. Visit them at JGLC.com for your custom quote. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360 degree decision making day after day. Visit us at www.agtechtools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. This life is one act. Why do we lay all these traps? We put them right in our path when we just want to be free. I will not waste my days making up all kinds of ways to worry about all the things that will not happen to me. So I just let go of what I know I don't know. And I Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from our sponsors and all of those relationships in the produce and supply chain industry. And here we're living in the moment, Albert. Welcome back. Uh, I had to, I had to let the community hear uh, some of what we experienced on our trip, and that was living in the moment. Am I right? Yes, sir. Beautiful song. Kind of just uh, tells us to take it easy. Yeah, take a step back, realize what's important for you, and and realize that water is one of those important factors in life. We talked about it in the first half. Um, we talked about adaptability. We talked about ingenuity, and now it's time to talk about you know how to get you involved. Uh, one of the biggest things that we're going to do after this uh, podcast is we are going to be hosting a live stream. So I want everybody to stay tuned. We're going to have some of the participants come. We're going to be on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, 
And we're going to be talking about the trip, what it meant to them, and how companies can give back. Uh, Albert, you know, with the Water for All program that Continental Fresh is involved with Blue Missions, now your organization gives back year over year. I want to talk about that a little bit and let everybody know what Continental Fresh does. And then let's talk about how you as a company can get involved uh, with anything giving back. So how did did you come to incorporate this water for all in with produce? Besides, we know that water needs, right? Produce and produce needs water, right? Because <clears throat> food grows where water flows, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It was compatible. So, you know, I've been I've been searching for a while. This this passion for water of mine is something that I've been involved in longer than even produce because for the last 40 years I've been traveling down to the Dominican Republic to build these water projects and um and uh I've been involved in the produce business for 36 years. So, um I was wanting to find a way to combine my passion for water, my passion for produce and that's how we came up with the label Water for All. And uh, all of our mangoes are packed in water for all label, some of our veg, et cetera. And uh, we wanted to kind of make the cause right on the box and uh, create awareness, create awareness at the consumer level, at the retail level, at all of our customers, and uh, and actually then donate back. Right now, currently, we're donating a penny back for every box that we pack. And when we were up there, we gave uh, a check to uh, Blue Missions uh, up there in uh, in the mountains for forty six thousand dollars means we sold four point six million boxes at a penny. So when you when you think about a penny, doesn't sound like a whole lot, right. but it it added up. It added up, and that has nothing to do even with what we raised on the hike. This is separate. Correct. This was a Correct. presentation only for what we generated with our uh, penny per box uh, program. So um, you know, one of the things we as a company are trying to um, encourage is for companies to find causes that they are passionate about and find a way to incorporate it into their businesses, just like we did. We just want to be an example of something that can be done. And there's no reason that purpose should interfere with profit. On the contrary, I think today's consumer is expecting a little bit more about, you know, from what we do, from what we sell. And if we can somehow show them that we are a company that cares and that we are a company that is willing to, to do stuff like that. I think it'll, it'll, it'll bring some rewards. I agree. I think that the cause is, is, is beyond uh, the cause of tradition. Right. And I say that in a way, cause you know, uh, Martin Casanova and I were talking about this on the way down. What a great human being, everyone. This, this gentleman will be on the podcast in the future. And we were talking about it's it's beyond some of the traditional 5013Cs that are out there, right? Like we all know them, right? You got Save the Children, you got, you know, um Feeding America, right? There's there's so many out there uh that we we see in front of our face, but not something like this in the industry. Now, I know a lot of companies that promote save the children, right? Um, they promote, uh, not promote saving the children, but uh, human trafficking. They donate back to where so these organizations can, you know, really prevent this. When you look at water in this industry, California had a decade of a drought, right? And then got all this water. It's it it really screwed up the crop a little bit because there was not enough water. Um, and then it became an abundance of water, right? And then even down to the DR with 
and I, and I definitely want you to bring this up. But someone said, "Yeah, but wasn't all that rain good? They got all that rain. They should no. be able to. They should be able to take it all." And no. I was like, "Oh, yeah. Uh, there's some issues with that as well." So when you say water for all, we came up with the new phase with water for all, water forever, right? And yeah. and I think that people don't understand that aspect of it. So um, as we look towards the future with companies. I think they got to start to realize that water is a big part of life, right? Uh, 90% of our bodies are made up of water, right? Water is everywhere around us. What we choose to do with it is going to be on our shoulders, right? And how we choose to execute and move forward. So um, I love the fact that we got to donate uh, back to the cause. We had fundraising pages. So outside the $40,000 that Albert's collective team did, how much money did we raise as a group uh, for water for all an estimate for this trip alone? Well, we were getting, we were getting donations until last night. And uh, at, at, at last night, that number was above $45,000 as well. So when you add the, the, the penny a box program and you add what this hike was able to raise, we're just under a hundred thousand dollars that we have been able to raise, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, a, a little effort goes a long way and look, look what it's created, you know? Oh, hundred percent. I was also talking to Danny. We got to get, you know, my buddy, uh, Sean Riley with dude wipes to get it on this because everybody was wearing, you know, washing themselves with dude wipes, including me. I mean, listen, I'll tell you, I smelled like pumpkin spice the entire time from those Dunkin' Spice dude wipes, everyone. And, wow. you know, even, even little things like that, right? Because why are we bringing dude wipes, Albert? Because we're yeah. not going to use the water. I mean, I, your daughter amazes me every freaking day that I talk to her. And the first day we got to our, our base camp too, right? Right. And yeah. Bella goes, whose turn is it for a shower? And obviously we were able to take showers and she turned around and goes, oh, I go, what? And she goes, I feel so bad. I don't want to take a shower. And I'm like, oh, like, like, I can't believe that. Like, and and then I sat there and I didn't take a shower that day. I waited till the next day, right. To take a shower. And, but it was very quick. It was the, the, the five minute or less showers. And, and again, and I just don't think we think about that at home. But that was so special to me that you've got your daughter 17 or is she 18 now? How old she's is she? 17, she's 17. But, but, you know, Bella's from the base of that mountain. She, Bella, I know. Bella understands this concept better than anyone. You know, she's been going on trips to work on projects since she was three years old. <sighs> so she's got it built in inside her. And, uh, you know, it's really neat. We had also so many amazing participants. You just mentioned Martin. Martin Casanova. Martin Casanova has an incredible program of his own with this uh, company called Thanks, THX exclamation point, where his his particular uh, program uh, lets the consumer check out a video of a farm worker who has a particular need, talks to, to, to you a little bit about their life. And this is exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. You know, people duplicating these programs that build love, uniting everyone in their own little way, in their own little corner. And that's what we want to, that's what we want to really um, kind of encourage. Exactly. I, I agree. And that's what we're looking for. If you're an organization that is looking for a cause, let's talk. We can, we, we can bring this to you, and but we can also give you a list of other companies that we know that if you're like, no, I don't want to do the water for all. Well, there's other things to give back to. 
There's other things to be involved in uh, to create opportunity for those who do not have it, right? And I'm going to say this, right? Whether it's a penny or it's thousands of dollars, every single cent counts, yeah. right? Every single cent. I mean, think about. I want to. I want to give a shout out to Oak Aquatics because they were great. Swim school, right? And you think to yourself, man, they're they're using a lot of water in those <laughs> uh, in those pools, and yeah. For them to do what they did to raise money to donate, because knowing that their entire foundation is having that pool full of water, yeah. it's pretty hard to do swim lessons when you're in the dirt, right? It can be <laughs> hard, right? But that's where you know seeing this company uh, step up and they brought a lot of people from it. That's what really made uh, you know my heart warm inside because I was like, wow, from from someone that's a a swim school to someone who sells produce to someone who has nonprofits, everybody can be involved in this. So we'd love to help you. Um, Albert and I always say, if you want to talk about it, we'll help you find, find the ways, you know, find the resources at, at blue missions. Uh, we have the source, right? So if you're interested in donating, I'm going to put that link uh, yeah. in this episode. If you want to become a source member, you can, <laughs> if you want to donate a dollar a day, a dollar a month, whatever you'd like, um, Every single cent counts, and we encourage you uh, to do this. And not only that is, you know, Albert, Danny, and I are working on some fun things in the future uh, because I believe that it shouldn't always be Albert or the growers or the the suppliers that are doing this. I really feel we need to get retailers and wholesalers and other companies on board. So if you do have all this produce in your grocery store, let's talk about it. Let's yeah. talk about how you can give back. You know, let's talk about water. Let's talk about how that'll make an impact for your grocery store and your consumers and, and letting them know, I mean, hey, when you buy a, a, a mango or a banana or a dragon fruit or even a piece of orange from little citrus right here, right? Like these are ah. things that, <laughs> that we could that we can uh, bring back to the let's community. Put Let's put more water drop PLU stickers on more produce, you know, yeah, right? and reach more people. One thing I wanted to mention as well, Patrick, which may be interesting some, to some companies as well. So our efforts are not just international. Uh, Blue Missions now has uh, local educational programs to teach the young kids of, uh, of, of our country conservation and protection of the water sources that we do have. So we already have uh, intermediate uh, camps for, for, for intermediate students in the summertime called cause camps, which go out and teach them conservation of the Everglades and conservation of all of our water resources here in Florida. And, you know, this is going to slowly expand into a national effort for us. But, uh, you know, we need to protect and take care of our water sources here as well. So we don't face some of the issues that some of these people in these countries eventually face. So, yeah, hundred oh, percent. Yeah. So it's domestic 100%. too. It's domestic too. We just don't realize it's so domestic. We do, but you know, organizations don't realize how domestic it is. And and what did I tell you? I said, you know, I'm going to bring my son down here because there's so many times that you know we get out of school and my son's like, hey, can we go stop here and get this? Hey, can we stop and get this? And I think even the value of teaching children about uh, water. Is, is very important. You know, I'm going to throw something funny at you um, that that I saw, and I thought it was amazing because this is what we did with water. Uh, but there was that, uh, what was the uh, the movie? Uh, the Lorax. Uh -huh. you know, the, 
the guy with the nice stash, yeah. you know. Um, but the Lorax, obviously, they started selling canned air, right? Bottled air in this movie um, because of resources, right? And then there was this one guy that kept going outside of the community and trying to figure it all out, right? But just like with water, we bottle water to make it convenient for you, mm-hmm. right? And I can tell you, I did not have a bottle of water for myself besides I grabbed my bottle and kept filling the same bottle up right. every single day right. or my water pack, right? So it, it's very impactful uh, to see that what we do, right, with resources can, can really make a difference, seriously. And yeah. that's why, like I said, I'm in. I told you from the beginning, I'm in, I'm in. Let's do this. Awesome. Let's move forward and um, let's build and create a better tomorrow. Right, Albert? Yeah what it's about well everyone i thank you for joining our episode and as always albert it's it's great to have you on talk about water for all talk about just being vulnerable talking about giving back and talking about building love and uniting everyone awesome man thanks good to be here letting myself off the hook for things i've done You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.